here we go welcome back folks to another fireside chat triple b it's been a little bit i've been uh, been gone for a couple weeks here i've been sick um and the market's picking up as these guys know market's picking up so i've been busting my ass off to be honest but uh we're back we got a lot coming so stay tuned but today's episode i got two of my really good buddies we got brett reinhardt and nick theory here with me with fairway mortgage uh, you guys want to just introduce yourselves and kind of tell you tell a little background about uh, who you guys are? Go ahead, Brett. All right. Absolutely. Like Brady said, uh, Brett Reinhardt, Fairway Mortgage, uh, have been in the mortgage business for coming up on four years now. Uh, wow. yeah. A little round of applause Thank for that. you. Thank you. Yeah, four years. It feels like a long, it feels like I'm still new, but like four years is a long time. I mean, it's crazy. I've been doing this for as long as I have, and obviously the whole time I've been with Nick as well, and so you know we've been at you know Fairway is the second company we've worked for, and we're still pretty new at Fairway. I mean that's more like four months now we've been at Fairway. Four or five, yeah. Four or five months at this point, and so you know still you know, getting our feet set in there, but it's been it's been great so far, and uh, I guess just talk about yeah, talk about your your family, man. I mean, oh, I know yeah. you got a pretty big family. I do, I do. I have a, a large family at this point. You know, just kind of physically and like that's true. And physically, a lot of people, physically, <laughs> and uh, and a lot of people. So I grew up around here. I grew up in Chanhassen, Minnesota. So I've been around the cities. Even went to school over at Northwestern St. Paul. So like I've yeah. never been further. Go than, Eagles. Go Eagles. Never been within, never been further than 30 minutes uh, of the cities, really. Uh, and so, um, love Minneapolis, love St. Paul, love Minnesota. Could never leave it. And so, um, yeah, grew up around here. Uh, like I said, grew up in Chanhassen. Family's kind of spread out at this point. I'm in Golden Valley. My brother's in St. Louis Park. I got one full blood brother. He's married with two little French bulldogs, which great dogs, you know, <laughs> health hazards, but yeah. they're great dogs. And then, uh, I have family. My mom lives out in Minatrista now. I got, I mean, a ton of family kind of all over the place. And I got, I got like I said, I got one full blood brother, uh, a stepbrother and stepsister. They're both married with kids. Uh, and then I got half brother and half sister who are both older with, I think like, let me say, I think they, my, my brother has three kids and the oldest is like a senior in high school now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. And then my sister has two kids who are a little bit younger. And so uh, yeah, big family, Very. a lot of, lot of you know, varial variants of, of siblings, if you will, with the half-brother yes. and sisters and steps. made you a well-rounded sisters. man, though. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It's a good way it's, to put it. It's fun to have a lot of family and a lot yeah. of different family. I mean, even, you know, step-family, newly acquired family, if you will. And yeah, so, for sure. Uh, yeah, we did a little bit of a merger, if you will, between, you know, two different families, so... Uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been in the business for four years. You know what I was doing four years ago? I don't. I got my license four years ago. Wow. Yeah, so that was, wow. A, that was a big year for We're me. We're not talking yeah. real estate yeah. license either. <laughs> We're talking driver's license four years ago. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Hey, that's right. It's, we all got to start to somewhere, now. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess. All right, Nick, you want to kind of introduce yourself? Yep, my name's Nick Theory. Work with Fairway Mortgage. Uh, like Brett said, we recently moved over there four or five months ago and are doing really well. Uh, business is, is thriving, as you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, love the platform and what they have to offer. As far as my personal life, I'm married, have three kids, just had our third. Uh, Congrats. A newborn, four Wait, months. Yeah. Beckett James Theory. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Girls the oldest at five. 
my son's turning three in the next few days, and then uh, wow. and then newborn. So between work, family, that takes up uh, a lot of my time and consumes my life. I'd say yeah. altogether. For um, sure. Other than that, big sports fanatic. Loved golf. Loved outdoors, hunting, fishing, stuff Creek. like that. When I can, which is, I, I don't have enough time for it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I did, but it's all good. Um, really looking forward to this year. Business-wise, there's a lot to, I think, a lot to be excited for. We're getting through the winter here. Rates are coming down. Hopefully, inventory opens up a little bit, but there's still mm-hmm. that huge buyer pool that we've seen the last couple of years that are just waiting to get into a home. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. Refis should come back a little bit, maybe second half of the year. Yeah. And people can tap into that equity, too, on the, on the cash-out side, like as, as homes keep appreciating. So there's, a, sure. there's a lot of opportunity on the lending side that we're fired up about. I mean, you're always gaining wealth when you own a house, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. It is. You know, That's right. When you're That's renting, you're not uh, really gaining much of anything. You're, so Well, you're gaining your landlord's wealth. Yes. So, so yep. let's always keep that in mind, people that are renting. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, reach yep. out. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but son's birthday come three days, you said? January 31st. Yeah, we're, so we're celebrating uh, wow. on Saturday. What, uh, what are you guys doing? We are, what are we doing? We're going to um, Sky Zone. You guys oh. are going to Sky Zone. Yeah. Bringing a bunch of kids over yes. there. It'll be yeah. fun. I, I just was looking at some snap memories, and I was at Sky Zone three years ago today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. Yep. That's great. How come we're not catching that invite? Yeah, oh, I was with my ex-girlfriend and her little brother, and... God, those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Living. But I was I was still 17, so like I was still yeah. pretty old to go to Sky Zone, but whatever. Eh, never too old. Now I go to the casino for fun. So. There you go. Blackjack? What's your game? Blackjack. Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, so I don't know if you guys saw a post last week. I uh, had this one client no-show me three times in a row, right? Mm. And I uh, met, met her in Forest Lake every time at the Starbucks, and I'd sit there for about 45 minutes, and she wouldn't respond, and then. I'd call her and she'd answer. She's like, oh yeah, I forgot, like, whatever, let's try next week at this time. I'm like, sweet, whatever. But that first time she no-showed me, I went to Running Aces, made like $600. Dang. <laughs> next time she no-showed me, I'm like, fuck, gotta go back to running. Made like 400. Dang, wow. So I'm like, dude, set another appointment, no-show me, please. Like, yeah. went back, Double went to up. Running Aces, made like $300. I'm like, this was perfect. Like, yeah, just, wow. <laughs> I don't even care if you buy it. I'm not house. making money in real estate, I'm real making on the blackjack. Yeah. But yeah, now it's even absolutely. better, because she just signed a buyer rep contract, so like, now oh, we, got, we got the shit, shit's rolling. Yeah, so. there we go. Hey, so you made $1,000, got a buyer's rep eventually. Yeah. It all so worked out. It, it did all work out, but uh, you, you just gotta keep trying. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's cool. How old is he? Three. Turning three now. Turning three. Oh, damn. It's a good age. That's, getting up there. That's crazy. Through the terrible twos. Yeah, yeah. Big hunter <laughs> and fisher. I did not know that, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of a diehard bow hunter. Yep, Love to bow yep. hunt. Um, that's did you get the, anything this year? This year I just shot a doe. I shot two does. So um, yeah, saw no, some really it. nice bucks. Really nice bucks. I hunt a lot of public land. And yep. if you're willing to work for them, they're there. It's yep. just... Uh, it's hard to find them. Hard to find them. Yep. So I live up in like uh, the National Wild Rife Refuge. Up in okay. Sherburn. Yep. Um, so I public hunt out there a lot. Okay. And uh, there, and then the Oak River Golf Course, I hunt out there. And I shot, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been out there since I was like five, so like, I'm a I'm a well known out there. But uh, yeah, I shot two doe at the course, and then I missed a buck this year out on the the Sherburn National Wildlife. Tough shot. Mm. No. <laughs> Twenty five yards. Hit a tree. Broad. Oh, I, yeah. I got a. I have the the arrow. The broadhead's still in the tree. Like. R.I.P. 
It is, but yeah, no, Bohunton's amazing. I love it. Uh, this necklace I have on is actually an elk tooth, believe it or not. Wow, I shot that's sweet. An, I shot an elk when I was six years old with, uh, with my uncle. <laughs> what? Um, my uncle was a professional bow hunter for Matthews. Um, he went all over the world. Uh, he's got a giraffe, like all this you stuff. Kidding me. Yeah, like oh. he's he taught me he taught Impressive. me a lot about hunting, and uh, unfortunately, he passed away about six years ago from a lymphoma. But uh, I got the got the necklace to remember him by, cool. so it's mm-hmm. Very cool. it's cool to have that. But uh, yeah, no, my goal is to go out next fall and go uh, bow hunt an elk. Nice. So that's on the list. We'll get out I there. Like we'll get out there. Oh, it would be a blast. Yeah. Would be an absolute blast. But yeah, no hunting, fishing. I love that. We can uh, definitely relate on that. You bet. For sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you guys talked about Fairway Mortgage. That's where you guys are at now. Um, when I first met you guys, you guys weren't at Fairway Mortgage. Nope. You that's guys true. made made the move over to Fairway Mortgage. Talk about Fairway Mortgage and kind of what they have to offer. What was the uh, the selling point for you guys to be want to be employed? Yeah, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, mortgage company is a mortgage company. I mean, it's it's relatively the same thing. I, I think the biggest difference is, typically speaking, and this doesn't always relate, but it's the people you surround yourself with. Totally. Um, and depending on what level you want to bring your business to, um, you know, there's, there's people out there that are very, you know, maybe not quite as motivated as, say, Brett and I are looking to build something special, but um, we want to take it to a high level and... Uh, Fairway definitely provides that platform, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great group, high-producing group. I think uh, what did we do, a little over three hundred million this year. Three hundred six million they did, yeah. and it's only, I think that was roughly a dozen sales staff, so it wasn't a, a wow. big group. Right. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like oh, everything's crazy. there: the infrastructure, operations, and it's a younger group too. You know, roughly mm-hmm. I'd say twenty-five to maybe thirty-five on the top end. So it's just, right. so everybody's in growth mode, moving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And that was a big draw. Um, we were looking at other companies as well, but they were head and shoulders above the rest. And yep. uh, I think that why we started looking for a change, Brad, you, you may have your own take on it, but for me personally, um, being there for many years, we were very loyal, stayed there for a long time. And not to, don't want to don't want to throw out names or anything like that, but um, we felt a little stagnant. Uh, mm-hmm. We needed change as far as adding some more support and people that were motivated and wanted to grow something, yeah. right? So I think it's easy to be complacent and especially in a challenging market, right? Just kind of totally. settle and take yeah. what comes mm-hmm. to you. And um, we're trying to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think Nick kind of like nailed it. I mean, I think I've, I'm a pretty loyal person in general. Like Nick was the one I first met with when I got into the mortgage business. And so... Uh, when Nick came to me and was like, hey, I'm, I'm making a change, uh, for me, it wasn't even necessarily about like, you know, the company, you know, I, like, like he said, like mortgage companies kind of are mortgage companies to a certain extent, but, yeah. um, you know, a couple different mortgage companies that I know he looked at and like maybe we looked at as well. Um, but like, you know, he told me that he was leaving and from there it was kind of just like, well, where, your, where, are, we, where are we going? Yeah, and like, so it wasn't necessarily a, uh. It wasn't too hard of a sell for me just because, I mean, like I said, I would have been where we were forever if Nick felt like that was the right spot. But because, like, you know, he's mentored me and kind of taught, taught me the mortgage business, I was like, well, if he feels like it's time to go somewhere else, like, I'll just trust that that's yeah. the right, 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 right move. And like I said, we've been doing this for like, I mean, we've been at Fairway for about four or five months. And just yep. the four or five months we've been there, it's, it's really a, a world of difference. Did you expect that big of a difference when we were making the switch? Uh, and that's, I don't 
I don't know. You know, we had a couple conversations. Like I had a, we had a couple conversations with with Oliver White, who is kind of the head of our team, and just hearing him speak was kind of like. Like it sounds like it's way different, but like how different can it actually be? Mm -hmm. right. Is the grass really greener? That's what I right. always went through in my head is like, okay, am I just trying to believe it's better or right. is it actually better? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then when we got there, it was like truly like head and shoulders above just, it felt like anywhere just cause like purely a lot of it was basically the support we have, uh, just kind of, you know, the, pro the, the processors and the, the, the partners we have that like help us through loans, it's like night and day. It's like they'll they'll answer questions like twenty four seven. It feels yeah. like, and they'll you know even if you ask like a corporate you know you know branch support question, it's just like, hey, you know how do I do this in our system? It's mm -hmm. like five minutes. Like I I mean I legitimately emailed somebody a question on the weekend, and the CEO of Fairway, Steve Jacobson, emailed me back two minutes later. He's like, hey, our team will be right on this, Jeez. and I was like, oh. No kidding. Like it's different. It's different. It's like it just it feels it just feels different. Like it feels like everyone like they want us, you know, to be there and like they wanna like they want us to do like to hit the hit the ceiling and break through it essentially that you know obviously the sky's the limit and so yeah. and a fun fact about Steve Jacobson. So he's been in the mortgage business for a long time. Actually a couple fun facts. He played for the Badgers basketball uh, okay. way back in the day. I didn't know that which was pretty a sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that was that was definitely a red flag. Right out of <laughs> but secondly, is he was a loan officer for many years, and he runs a show now. So the whole company is really tailored to the loan officer, or the sales staff, right? Yeah. Where sometimes it kind of like what I, I felt like um, what we were seeing with other companies is it's not necessarily tailored to sales, the sales staff. It's an integral part to the business, but not necessarily the focus. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're biased as, as uh, you know, being on the sales front, but um, probably you know, as long as the sales are there, the rest will take care of itself, right? Mm -hmm. And I, th I think that's kind of the mentality behind it, um, where you can get caught up in the noise and the distractions, and there's a lot that goes into the mortgage side of things behind the scenes. Totally. Um, so he's always he's always been a, a big proponent of LOs. Yeah. Well, and one thing that you said, Nick, that really stood out to me was that you're surrounding yourself by people that want to better the whole company. Right. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm here at EXP. It's like I, I went on about 30 interviews when I was getting my license. Really? Um, trying to figure out where I'm going to go um, and sitting down with Tyler and listening to him talk and hear how passionate he is about, you know, the business here he's trying to create and everything EXP has to offer with all the collaborations. I mean, I... I can text Daniel DeRoche, one of the top agents in the state. Um, he's going to come on the podcast here, a little preview to another podcast on nice. the road. But, like, why Why would he even want to do that? Like, it's because he wants to help me create a biz better business. Colton Whitney out in California, one of the top agents in the country, sat down with me for an hour over a Zoom call and talked about time blocking because he wants to help me generate my business. It's like... That's why I'm here at EXP. It's, That's unique. It's mm -hmm. you don't find that anywhere. You know, right. I'm surrounding myself around people that want to help me, because it helps them and it helps our business grow all together. Um, mm. So that that really stuck out with me that you said like surrounding yourself by people that are want to make you better and make everything better. Definitely, because it's yeah. huge. You don't find that a lot. Um, and EXP is kind of that, that's kind of like. Um, in their reputation, that's what I hear quite frequently is yeah. a collaboration between groups 
everybody's looking to help one another. Yeah. It's not necessarily the old school mentality where, you know, you have some secrets, you want Let to hold them close to the yeah, vest. Yeah, 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 so it keep it in-house kind of thing. It's more of an abundance mindset yeah. um, and helping, helping others grow. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, one strategy. We have a newer agent, Corey Brenner. He walked in um, second week on the team. He was teaching a training about this new strategy that we've never heard of. Um, hmm. And we all use it now. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it's like... Must be a good strategy. It must yeah, be. Yeah, right? So it's 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 unique, uh, but you don't find that You want to air that out on the podcast? <laughs> or? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe we'll make people pay for that episode yeah, there or we something. Go. Yeah, it's the premium. Yes. Nine ninety nine. <laughs> Might have to be on OnlyFans for that episode or something. There you go. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, we'll get a monthly subscription. It'll work out. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, no, um, you know, we are sitting here and we're technically kind of all our own business in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, we're, we're all 1099 employees um, of our own business. And that's a big challenge. Mortgage guys are actually W-2. It's it huge. Not. Okay, but it's this, but it's, it's the same aspect of you. You're your own business, and you got to yeah. create your own business. Correct. Right. Correct. Um, yeah. With that aspect, there's a lot of challenges that you face when you're getting your business started. I mean, I've been in the business for about four or five months now, and I mean, I've I've found a lot of struggles. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of hurdles that I got to face and jump over and try to figure out how to do this. Um, what were some of those challenges that you guys faced when you were starting your business? You know, whether it be four years ago or. I don't know how long you've been in the business. Yeah, going on year eight. So eight years ago, yeah. like I know yeah. there was challenges Ooh, that you guys old. faced. Yeah. So what uh, what were some of those things that you guys were doing to you know overcome those bigger challenges? Uh, Man, this is gonna be a long podcast. I could go on and yeah. on. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. Do you want to go ahead? I'll start just because like when I started, like you know where we were, there was a, a ton of like leads that you know old leads that had been sitting there for you know a year you know six months a year and nick was just like hey you're like you don't know anything and truth like he wasn't wrong i didn't know anything about the mortgage industry or barely anything about real estate before i got into it i mean i was 22 when i first started um and you know he was like here like here are these leads like go call like see what you can do uh see you know obviously it's like some of these people were like looking to buy a house a year ago some of them were looking to buy six months ago like three months ago it's like but you you know there's thousands of them so it's like hey you have all these opportunities like just go try to learn the dialogue essentially because it's like you know you don't know what you don't know and just by talking to people who are looking to buy houses and looking or like were it's like they ask a lot of questions and so like the more questions you get the the more questions you can ask somebody who knows and then you learn that and you don't forget those things a lot of the time and so for me it was just like basically just calling i mean i was just cold calling like hundreds of people a day because i had not had eight hours in the day and i had nothing else to do and so it was like two three hundred calls a day just to i mean just to hopefully get a, a hold of like 10 15 people a day uh, just and like a lot of the time it's like yeah we already bought a house we're not interested anymore and then every once in a while it's like yeah you know we put it off like then you maybe have an opportunity and they're like well what about this and this and I'm like well I've been doing this for all of three weeks I have no idea and so you learn to like those are all purchase leads right purchase leads true yeah and so because this is 2019 I mean we're right it's like fours somewhere around there yeah like, probably mid fours yeah and so like you know when people we hit like four percent or three point you know seven five for the first time people were like this is the best oh, wow. mm-hmm. it was yeah. wild and so and then we obviously had a couple of years of even lower but yeah, uh which yeah. was even more wild but uh yeah i think just like i guess the biggest thing that got me through a lot of my struggles was 
uh, I mean, just trying things and talking to people mm -hmm. and like trying to learn as much as I could. Cause I'm like, I know things are going to be tough and I'm going to struggle for the first like six months, whatever, like however long it takes. But like, because I just like don't know anything. And so all I try to do is just try to get to know as much as I can, but like, you don't even know what questions to ask because it's like, yeah. you don't, I didn't know anything. And so it's like, how do I know what questions to ask if I don't know what people are going to ask me? And so like just going out there and talking to people who are in the situation or have been in the situation and we're looking at some point was a huge, like, I guess hurdle that are like, I guess that I got over that helped me learn the business. It felt like way quicker just because, uh, yeah. I learned how to talk to people on the phone. Like, yeah. you know, being a 20, you know, it's 2023, like who talks on the phone? Right. But like, yeah, right? but we, you know, our business is all about it. Like that's all we do. But like, you know, I think everyone gets so used to, and for me too, is like when I was 22, I was like, I just text people. Like I hated calling people. And all of a sudden it's like, now I talk to people. Are you a Gen Zer? I'm like a zillennial. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a 96 baby. And so like, I think the cutoff's like 96, 97. And so like, I'm like somewhere in the middle, but uh, yeah. yeah, either way, it was like learning to talk on the phone, just getting like how to like talk to people about mortgage, like learn about like what I'm actually selling and what I'm actually like saying to people uh, and like how to actually like do my job better. Like that mm -hmm. was, I think that was like just the biggest struggle. Cause it's like when you, like I said, you just don't know what you don't know. And so just learning as much will only help like for the future. Like if you can learn, then every conversation moving forward is just going to be easier. Cause it's like, you know what you're talking about. Totally, so totally. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I, uh, I've said that a lot. You mm -hmm. just don't know what you don't know. And, uh, being newer into the real estate, you know, world, it's, there's some stuff that I just don't know and it's mm -hmm. not like my fault. I just don't know it yet. Oh, like, for sure. But you answer that, ask that question, like now I know it. So the next time I get that question, I, I will know it. Mm -hmm. um, and it just takes a little bit of time to figure everything out. And I'm sure there's stuff that you hear that you just don't know even yet. Even Learning every day. Yeah, exactly. Every day. Things right. are always changing. <clears throat> and that's kind of the beauty of the, of the business too. It's because there's never a dull moment. You always have to adjust, adapt, the market changes, uh, the regulations change, the products change, the consumer changes. There's so many different things there. But um, when I think back to when I started, I believe I was 24 years old when I got into the business. And when I was hired, I, I knew nothing about the mortgage business, generally speaking, right? I was hired at a company that was essentially a, a cold call refi shop. Mm -hmm. um, I was making 150, 200 calls a day to these cold, shitty online leads, yeah. which is fine. Um, I was looking to do whatever it took to build a you know, somewhat successful business. Like I didn't necessarily understand where the ceiling was or where the different levels to the business were, mm -hmm. but I was fully invested. So there I was, calling leads, calling leads, calling leads. Did pretty well. I remember uh, I started in November, had my first closing in December. And then I had maybe five or six January, five or six February, and I'm like, holy smokes, man. Um, I can see where this can be, you know, something long term uh, from a, not just an income standpoint, but sustainability and uh, I think building an organic business. But when you start, you don't have past clients. Mm -hmm. You don't have a network, typically speaking, right? Yeah. So where do you get your business? You better build that network fast or have something like leads to call. So that's what I doubled down on was the leads at the time. After doing that for a couple of years, we switched over to more of a purchase model where, yes, there's purchase online leads, but also uh, started to realize this is going to be a relationship-based business and, yep. and, and relationship-based game. So getting out in the marketplace, meeting new people, 
people that want to move in the right direction that you aligned well with. And um, for everybody, that's a little bit different. That was really kind of kind of what I set out to do at that point in time. But there's no quick way, in my opinion, to just uh, get to where you want to be in this business, depending on what your goals are. Like it takes time, and that's maybe the most frustrating piece to it all. Totally. Yeah. But through reps, through consistency, you can accelerate that learning curve. Accelerate, uh, you know, to to hit whatever goals you want, um, which is you know that speed maybe a little bit longer, a little bit shorter for folks. But um, mm -hmm. I'd say my biggest hurdle was number one, putting the right network in place. Because mm -hmm. you gotta meet a lot of people and kind of like filter through those people to see who you mesh well with and who's going to you know kind of like be by your side in a sense and in, in, in growth. Mm -hmm. yep. And then uh, as you get that past client database, we're, like our, our goal has always been, it's like a race to 300 past clients. Once you build a, a database of 300 past clients, that's when it becomes a career instead of a job. Yeah because they, not necessarily they take care of you and you get all this business organically coming in, but there's much more to the business at that point. Yeah. And uh, not only are they referring business, but coming back for say a second go around, they need to purchase a new home, you did a great job for them before, they may want to refi. And uh, through those transactions, you also build a lot of good relationships in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree, for sure. Um, I've said it, I think, every single podcast I've had, uh, real estate is a relationship type business. Mortgage mm -hmm. side, any side. It's, you're creating relationships with yeah. your clients, with other business partners. It's the only way to be successful. Mm -hmm. like you have to have good relationships in this business. You can turn and burn leads, but the ceiling is so much lower than oh the relationship gosh. side. Yeah. Right? And mean, more taxing. I mean, that's way more difficult. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and then at that point is you're just looking for the money like right. those clients That's are just numbers yeah. where like i i try to make my clients like they are my clients like you guys we're going to be friends for forever like oh, i want to sure. help you help you get into a house and then like let's go like, three months from now like let's go get a beer like yeah afterwards you know or a lemonade right now um i was, gonna, I was <laughs> gonna say a beer <laughs> Yeah, we're we're almost to three months out till I can have a beer. So Dang. we're getting What's, there. What do you got going? I'm not 21. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't yeah. uh, legally. Yeah, I, I've never had a beer. Until 21. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm turning 21 in a yeah. couple years, probably. Yeah, Maybe. that's what we'll I heard. See. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm doing dry January, so I thought you were alluding to something like that. Mm -mm. No, no, but I, I can't just say uh, legally cannot have a beer. He's yeah. just doing dry life until he's 21. Yep, never had a beer. Your first beer will be here soon. <laughs> first so, one ever. First legal beer. Yes. Um, but so uh, with relationship type business, like we go out, we meet people. Um, mm -hmm. Us realtors call them like lender meetings. I'm sure you guys call them like agent meetings or whatever it might be on uh, on your end. For sure. Um, but we're always meeting with people, meeting with, with each other and gaining that relationship. So it's easier for us to do business together where I can call Brett and it's not just like, hey, can you like help me on this deal? It's like, hey man, you know how you been? Like, mm -hmm. how's life? You go to the Tivo's game, like whatever. Like you, we have that relationship already, mm -hmm. where it's not like awkward. Like we can just be oh, yeah. upfront with each other, mm -hmm. um, and that's something that's really beneficial. But you guys have probably met with a lot of agents. I've met with a lot of lenders. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what are some really good questions that like us as agents can ask lenders? I mean, everyone's like, most lenders have roughly the same kind of programs, right? You might have one or two that are Relatively like- Relatively speaking. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got the two one buy down rate. Everyone, oh, yeah. yeah, like everyone's got that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But what are some questions that us re realtors and anyone you know watching that might be a real estate agent, what are some questions that we can ask you guys um, that might make us stand out? 
You know what? For it's that's a difficult question to answer because um, I'm sure this is like the setting I'm thinking about. Okay, it's the initial say coffee meeting or grand yeah. lunch or happy hour or something like that. How can you best get an idea if that person is going to be a good fit? Mm-hmm. Mortgage company again is typically a mortgage company, right? Yep. From product standpoint, rate standpoint, whatever. Um, you know, as long as they're in that competitive space, yep. uh, that's a, that's obviously one thing to look for. But as most are, you know, I, I think it personally comes down to the individual. Mm-hmm. Um, can you trust them? Do you like them? Do they? Do you feel like uh, they have integrity and and have? I, I'd say the best. Do they, cle- do they treat your clients or would they treat your clients the way you'd want them to mm-hmm. um, in a sense where it's not necessarily they're just looking for a deal from you to get a quick close, something like that, get a cash or commission check kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's just looking for the right kind of person that aligns with your values and your kind of just kind of your kind of person, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not the best way to put it, but kind of um, fits your personality in yeah. a way almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because it you know, you could you could you could ask product questions, rate questions, you know, they might they might tell you they work around the clock, this and that, and you don't really know until you get into the weeds. Yeah. But I think everybody has a, a pretty good read and as far as like intuition as far as, you know, is that a good person? Is that somebody yeah. I mesh well with? Do mm-hmm. I like spending time with them? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's what do you like spending time with them outside of business too? Like mm-hmm. because that's kind of as your clients are relating to them and having conversations throughout that entire process, like and trust is everything, in my opinion. That's I the agree. most important piece yeah. to it and uh, the integrity behind it all. So that's that, that's that's my two cents on it. Um, mm-hmm. It's more of a feel type of thing than yeah. you know a, a silver bullet with a couple of different questions. Yeah, I mean, one thing Tyler, my boss, always says is you know if you have your clients that know you, like you, and trust you, exactly. it's going to be an easy transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be no problems. There's going to be transparency throughout the whole relationship. So I think that's that's huge. Um, same with the lender side, like. I know you, I like you, and I trust you. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send you like my grandma and grandpa as leads, and I know you're gonna give them everything you can. For sure. Um, and that's just because we've known each other for so long. I mean, like yeah, yeah. we've had a relationship outside of business probably mm-hmm. more than we've had almost inside of business. Totally. Right? You know, yeah. we've we've played a lot of golf together. We've went to Timberwolves games together. Like we've we've created that relationship outside mm-hmm. of the business, which is great. Right. And that kind of brings back to your point where it's like, yeah, me and Brett felt like we're a good fit even outside of work like we don't need mm-hmm. work to hang out like totally yeah so it's it's huge to have people like that in your right. in your business as partners so yeah no i would just reiterate i mean i don't i think that's kind of how i see things as well it's like i mean i don't know if there's a specific question it's more just like i think if all if all they see like if agents all they want to do is talk business and they want to talk about like hey like you know, what kind of programs can you do? Like, what can you tell me about the business? Like, you know, there's always good conversations. Like, you want to talk about, like, who you are, like, mm-hmm. you know, what you can do. Like, obviously, it's like, hey, yeah, I'm available all the time, like, which is kind of true. Like, well, you know, and it's but, like, if you're not available all the time, like, you're probably not in right. the right industry, right? Right, yeah. And then, <laughs> we can close on time every time. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we, that's step one. Yeah, yeah, and we do FHA loans. Yeah, like, like, and so, like, that's <laughs> the thing is, like, I think realistically... I like when I, I like when I go to meetings like that. It's more like, who are you? Like, yeah. like why are you doing? Like, what what brought you to real estate? And like, you know, basically like, where did you come from? Like, mm-hmm. what you know, basically, I like to learn like where people are from. Like, you know, why they do what they do. Like, what do they like doing outside of like 
work because like mm -hmm. like I said it's all about a personality fit and like Nick was saying it's like it, you know you can work I think part of the best part of this industry is you get to work with whoever you want mm -hmm. like you, know, you can work with whoever you want you cannot work with whoever you want essentially to a certain extent yeah uh, but like realistically it's I mean if the personality fit isn't there like a lot of people can do a lot of different things and uh, it's just a matter of like do you enjoy each other enough to like you know, do you, uh, do you enjoy each other enough and also like trust each other enough to, or could, do you feel like you could build a trust with mm -hmm. this person? Because obviously at one meeting you don't necessarily gonna, trust someone, yeah. but like you can get a general idea of like, is this person potentially trustworthy? Yeah. You know, For example, would you personally work with that? Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. No, that's a, that's a good way to put it, to put yourself in other person's shoes or like your the client's shoes. Like, mm -hmm. would you want to work with him? as an agent or would you want to work with them as a lender you know whatever way it might be but mm -hmm. that's a good way to look, look at it I don't think I've ever done that um, is look at it as like a personal transaction myself sure um, okay. like am I, am I gonna actually would I use you as my lender like do I trust you enough to actually help me buy a house because mm -hmm. um, if I trust them, then my clients better trust them. Right. And they will most likely get that same impression exactly. when establishing that relationship instead yep. of, you know, if you're not getting the right vibe, that's that's definitely a red flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Well, let's uh, kind of step away from the business a little bit. Let's, uh, what's your guys' favorite restaurant in the state of Minnesota? Oh, There's boy. a lot of really good restaurants. There's a lot of really good ones. Um, that there is. Um, I got a couple. Do I, can I only pick one? No, you can pick as many as you want. Shout them out. So, get us, get them ahead. to sponsor us. I would us. say when thinking about statewide, the first one that comes to mind is Billy Sushi. My wife and I love going to Billy Sushi. Um, great experience. The staff is they're always awesome. Uh, the food is incredible. Um, I mean, higher end sushi spot, but yeah. worth every penny in my book. Yeah. They're in North Loop. And okay. I'd say, secondly, shout out to Prior Lake, where I live. That's where I'm from, South Metro. Uh, Sulago. It's kind mm. of an Italian bistro. You can have steak. You can have the best pasta. Go there, get a bottle of wine, you and the wife or a couple, whatever. Some lemonade for me. Lemonade, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sparkling water or something love like that. Lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a great spot. I, I, I love going there. But I'm, I'd also say I'm a big pizza guy. Kind of a pizza snob. Okay. Um, Dave Portnoy or like yeah. <laughs> pizza reviews. Yes, <laughs> love the pizza reviews. Young Jonies, and I like Lola's. Lola's mm. is in Edina. Young Jonies is right in Minneapolis, right around yep. Minneapolis. So mm. good spots. Those are yeah. some good answers. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Absolutely. I uh, man, I don't. That's a McDonald's guy. I'm, I was gonna say, is Culver's <laughs> in Amsterdam? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's I'm not Wisconsin, a, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm probably not as cultured as Nick. Uh, I have a couple spots that... Oh, Chick-fil-A, sorry. Yeah. yeah Chick-fil-A is fire, though. Like. Yeah, <laughs> we got to talk about that. If, if, we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking like fast food chicken, like Cane's, but Whoa. like... Really? I'm a Popeye's guy, see? I'm, I'm a Cane's over... We have three different options here. Really? I go Chick-fil-A, we have Popeye's, really? and we have Cane's. Spicy well, that could be a whole different conversation, but... Oh, that could be a whole other podcast, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, like. I, have one, I have one place in my mind that, because I was talking to somebody else about this, I think my brother uh, and one other guy, just because I think we're going to go sometime soon, but it is the best pizza in Minnesota, and it's a place in Ooh. Uptown, uh, and it's called Beluto. And if you've never had Beluto, I've never had you Beluto. have to have Beluto because it is seriously 
the best pizza I've ever had, like in Minnesota. Really? Have you had Beluto? No. But what? what came to mind there? What's that spot in Nisswa? Oh, Rafferty's. Rafferty's. Shout out Rafferty's, Rafferty's Pizza in Nisswa. Really? Fire. Oh, it's so Fire. good. I think that's that's my brother's probably all time favorite pizza spot. That's a top fiver for me for restaurants in Minnesota. Yeah. There's really? there's two. There's one in I think Baxter and one in Nisswa. And yeah, we're talking up north. Oh yeah, Jeez. we're talking way up north. But it's like I Better than Zorba's? Wow, and that's the thing. Zorba's is good when you're <laughs> had a lot of lemonade. Yeah, right? you have a lot of lemonade. You need some Zorbas. But, yeah, I think if, you're, if we're talking up north pizza, I think Rafferty's really? is, oh, they, is they all They take time. the cake for up north pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going yeah. up north next week, and I'm going to have to try to see if I can find that and do that. I mean, it's downtown Nisswa, so, like, yeah. it's, like, one of the big attractions right across from, like, the Chocolate Ox. And, yeah, yeah. You know, all that good stuff. So, Dude, I love up north in the summertime. You can't beat it. It's the best. Being I don't right. mind it in the winter, too. I think it's pretty fun in the wintertime. Especially get slides and stuff, like yeah. if you're snowmobiling. Go up to like Grandview Lodge, you can mm-hmm. stay a weekend, have a good time. Ice fish. Pool, hot tub, ice fish, yeah, oh, yeah. all the activities you want, yes. of course. Okay. I'm going to go uh, steak out. I'm going to go Baltimore. Ever been to Baltimore? Never. In Roseville? No. no. Really Ooh. good steakhouse. Really good steakhouse. Oh, I just okay. actually took, um, it's one of the places I bring my past clients. Um, after we do a deal, is, you know, I, either, I give them two options. We can either go to dinner. And it's not going to be like Applebee's. We're going to either like Manny's Steakhouse or like we're going yeah. somewhere fancy, like of somewhere course. that you're not usually going to go. Like I want to thank you guys for, you know, mm-hmm. trusting me to help you do a, a transaction. Or I offer them a house party, like an, a, like a housewarming party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, send me all your friends' contact information. I'll set it all up. I'll send out invites. I'll provide the lemonade. I'll provide the food, like... And we'll just have everyone come, and Love I that. just get to meet their family and have a good time, and you know they really appreciate it. So that's kind of something I do to help. My Which choice do your clients usually pick? Dinner most okay. of the time. So far, it's only been dinner, but I'm I'm waiting for someone to pick that home warming or home housewarming party because that yeah, yeah. sounds fun. Like yeah, yeah, it does. No, I've seen that. I've seen agents do that in the past too, where they will like you know help cater I mean whatever it is maybe they yeah. cater Chipotle for Chick-fil-A. a house Chick-fil-A you know whatever it is Pancheros Pancheros this guy got me on Pancheros and I can never have Chipotle he introduced Chipotle. me too yeah oh I, my god until yeah. just recently please sponsor me Pancheros I went to <laughs> Chipotle the other day and I I was like this is just not even like I don't it's even want to eat this not it's not the same and it sucks because there's not a Pancheros near me yeah I, I gotta like go down by your house. Yeah, Golden like, Valley might be the closest one to you, yeah. which is sad. And it's, I mean, it's good for me because I go there all the time. Oh, dude, but, I bet I will. Uh, and it's, you know, for anyone that's never had Pancheros, that's maybe listening. The real difference in Pancheros to like Chipotle, you know, the ingredients itself. I think Chipotle probably still does have a slight edge, maybe, but it's close. Uh, but it's the tortilla. Oh, it's the, the tortilla, tortilla makes that much of a difference because it's just it's fresh pressed. They put it on the grill. It's like. It's you know what's so weird? Good. I don't I don't care for the uh, fresh press or grill on the tortilla. I just want a plain old tortilla. You just like Chipotle's, just like dry yeah, just tortillas. Just plain Jane. Yeah, yeah. All right. You want to know fair. a few f- weird fun facts about Brett? So big food guy, right? He will come to work. He doesn't eat breakfast. Doesn't eat lunch. 
Really? The guy's like a one meal a day kind of guy. <laughs> what what kind of meal are we eating? Like six course meal? Oh, like? yeah. No, we're eating. <laughs> goes hard. <laughs> this is a 2,500 to 3,000 calorie meal. Yeah, have you ever seen like the rock cheat days? That's yes. bread every night. <laughs> I bet you I could. It's like uh, the liver king. Like that's mm-hmm. your that's your dinner. Oh, yeah. Like, of course. But you're not eating bone marrow and, you yeah. know. The only thing nuts. Brett drinks is water. Nothing else. That's true. Ever. That's true. I save a lot of money. And I mean, the whole not eating thing is probably not super healthy, but like it's intermittent fasting. So I could probably get away with it for Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I'm not like I'm just like sitting. I just get busy. And like my thing is I get busy. It's the middle of the day. And all of a sudden it's like 32 o'clock. I'm like, well, I need to eat (laughs) for three more hours. That's that's the thing is I'm like, well, maybe I'm a little bit hungry. But I could survive a couple hours. Yeah. And like, you know, and I just don't think about it. Dude, I can't. Like, I go to the gym in the morning. Yeah. 5 a.m., 5 to 6, 30, I'm in the gym. Like, I need to get some food in me after that. Oh, for sure. Because I just, like, grind it. And it's usually, like, scrambled eggs with ham and, like, Mm -hmm. sausage, bacon, or something like that. Like, I'm eating good. It's for calling you liver king. Yeah, right? Dude, I wish. I would eat red meat every day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Which is bad, but that's probably that hunter in me. You probably get that, too. You know, that summer sausage. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, then I come here and I eat, like, chips, and I'm like, damn, I was doing so good, and then, like, 11 a.m. hits, and I'm like, damn, I'm eating, like, shit again, <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> See, so. yeah, and that's the thing is, I'm like, if I'm going to eat something, like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm so bad at, like, meal prepping. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to do consistently, and I have three roommates who also use the kitchen, so it's like, I come home, one of them is making dinner, and then I wait until they're done, and someone else is taking over, I'm like, well. Shit. Looks like I'm eating out again. Uh, Panchero. Panchero. Single guy, you can get away with that, though. Right, and especially yeah. when it's only one meal a day. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm get away with the I'm, two. So. I figured, like, this is starting to really cut in having a girlfriend. Yeah. Dude, it's cutting Priorities, into the funds man. quickly. Wow. I was like, jeez. I used to be able to eat out four times a week and spend like 50 bucks now but it's like $200 and it was only one other person dude you like, should see my grocery bills with three kids like, oh, dude. my wife and I have three kids we spend so much money oh, go yeah. out to eat like you said it used to be cheap whatever yeah. now it's like, ridiculous shit. I mean yeah. just wait until they're full grown like actual like eating out the adult menu right now it's like yeah. you know you can still get away with the kids menu and some like craft mac and cheese and like two chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah we're going back to ramen noodles and now it's like <laughs> you know then all of a sudden they're all gonna be 10 to 15 years old and you're gonna be like dang everyone's eating steaks now do you guys burgers. remember being that age like 15 16 17 where you would eat everything oh, yeah. you were never full at least for me like i would oh, eat yeah. so much yeah because i think that's Non-stop. like you're think... most active too like you know we we're all doing yeah. we were all doing like sports. high school sports yeah. and so it's like you're basically after school like non-stop like and then you active. get home and you just Oh, just anything that's in your sight is oh, yeah. gone. Just hammer it all. Yeah. Um, I feel like my problem would be like I'd eat a bunch, I'd get hungry, and then like five minutes later, I'd be like, ah, dude, I'm kind of hungry. Like, I want right. to eat something nonstop. <laughs> telling you. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that is exactly how it is. Um, I got another question for you guys. This is this is a curious one because it fluctuates in our office even. But like, what mm. time of the day are you guys most productive? I'm a big morning guy. Like I said, I get up at the gym. You know, I get here by 8.30, and I get most of my work done from 8.30 to 1, and then, you know, showings at night, whatever it might be. But, you know, 9.30, 10 p.m. comes around. Like, I'm probably laying in bed watching Family Guy, and I'm going to doze off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you – what's – 
I'm a morning guy, yeah. big time morning guy. Um, I'm up by five every every single morning, yeah. usually between four thirty and five. I like to get in a workout. My kids are up at six, so I get up, get the copy rolling, get in my workout, and that's kind of my time to decompress, get my head straight. You know, it's kind of stress relieving, I would say, and feel like a million bucks afterwards, right? And I'd say I'm most productive from that time through. I don't know, probably midday, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then, and then, I mean, I'm still pr- as productive as I can be the remainder, but I, I my energy levels are definitely the highest yeah. early on first half of the day. Um, I used to be an evening night guy, you know, be up, be up late, sleep in kind of thing. And that all changed when you the got kid. married yeah. kids. Cause yeah. you, it, it doesn't matter if you're up late, like your kid's going to be up early in the morning and you got to get up and take care yeah. of everything. So like that, I don't know if you'd call it a maturation process, but that quickly shifted from say being a night owl to an early bird, I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't get up as early as Nick does. I get up early ish. Uh, and I like, I don't know. I like to just relax in the morning and then, but I think I am probably most productive from like morning to like mid afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I mean, it totally depends on like what the day looks like, I guess. Yeah. It feels like my, I'm just like more hyper-focused for like the first, I mean, and I think that's kind of like psychologically, it makes sense to a certain extent. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can only be so hammer-focused for so long, right. like, and then you, you maybe you need a break and that's probably why like people go on lunch breaks, but I forget to do that, so. Yeah. Well, you just don't eat too, like that happens. That's true. Yeah. And so like, I sometimes like lose focus and so I think I think sometimes I just take like a quick mental break go like walk around like the nice thing is like the like the great part is like people in our office are like always around so I don't know I don't want to like distract people but like if someone if two other a couple other people are talking about something like it's nice to go take a 10 minute just like go talk to someone for 10 oh, minutes for sure. yeah. and you need little breaks throughout the day yeah no and so that's uh that's kind of how we do things but yeah. I think like I said morning would be like my most like I I know like mentally that's when I'm most like focused so yeah 100% mm-hmm. what do you say you're more introverted or extroverted I go so back and forth because I I feel like I get energy from being with people but I also I'm like I really enjoy, I like I feel like I need my time to just like relax and like recharge essentially and so yeah. I always thought I was extroverted just because I love people like, I like I like being around people but like I would probably call myself an introvert at this point who has like yeah. extroverted tendencies from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm very similar in that sense yeah. where, and I think that's why I'm best in like say the first half of the day, because mm-hmm. I love the energy, love being around people and, and, and that kind of raises my level of productivity. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if I had to work out in my basement, that would be miserable. Like during COVID that, that, that time frame yeah, that was, was, was challenging for me. That was tough. But, in our line of work, we're always talking to people on the phone or having meetings, stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, I have a couple meetings, whether it's with buyers or business partners, whatever it may be, and, and it kind of drains me throughout the day in a sense. And when, like my, when I regain my energy or kind of recharge, that's when I have like small windows mm-hmm. by myself. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's an introverted tendency, but uh, um, I think that may be why, that, that may be the reason why I'm more of a morning person, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. as well, it aligns nicely. Yeah, no, I think uh, I agree with that. Like, I love hanging out with people and stuff, but at night, like, no, <laughs> I'm ready. Eight to o'clock, be, be yeah. by myself. It's dark outside. You know, do whatever it be. 
uh, you know, whether it's how to podcasts or, or research some new way to generate leads, you know, like of course. that's my time to just kind of research and be away from people. Um, yeah. But, you know, people are always calling, so you're always on the phone. Always got to be um, ready. But yeah, that's, uh, believe it or not, we're almost at 50 minutes. Dang. Flying yeah. through. That's flies. crazy. It flies. It does. Yeah, I, I told you guys, like, it just happens. It just happens. Um, but let's, uh, let's jump into the draft. So this is something I do at the end of all my podcasts is we do a draft. Um, You know, we've done Thanksgiving draft, Christmas song draft. That was Mm -hmm. a really Christmas song draft. There is so many good Christmas songs. Didn't even realize. There's a lot of bangers out there. We did uh, we did five each, and afterwards they were like, "Oh, we forgot about that one and that one." It was just like (laughs) couldn't believe it. Yeah, uh, of course. It's a fun little thing that we do uh, that I do here on the Fireside Chat podcast. But uh, this week, since we're talking about relationships, um, you know, meeting with you know, lenders or whatever it might be, we're going to be talking about the best places to have business meetings. Mm-hmm. Love that. So mm-hmm. what's, uh, let's see. Who starts what, a draft? Yeah, let's uh, pick a number one through five. Who's picking it? Both you guys. Okay. We have to say it at the same time? Yep, ready? Three, two, one. Three. Two. Three. Who's a three? Oh, I said three. Yep. Cheater. Okay, you got first pick. Okay. Uh, Nick, I'll give Rigged. you two. Okay. And I'll, I'll go last. All right. Okay. I mean, a little snake draft action, so boom, and then back. No, so when no, you no, say best, around. oh, okay. When you say best place for for business meetings, yep. What are we referring to? Is it best for like most enjoyable or more most conducive? Um, whatever, whatever your heart desires. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's no rules. There's okay. no rules. Just I mean, best right. places to have some rules, okay. but I mean, not like. In bed, that'd be kind of weird. But yeah, that's <laughs> whatever. <my> favorite spot. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever makes your heart happy. I guess. Uh, there you go. Brandy yeah. and I are going on a business meeting. <laughs> Drink some lemonade. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. So I feel like the you know the, the top top option. You know, probably the place I have the most business meetings is Starbucks. You know, if we're talking Classic. coffee, if we're talking coffee shops, like. Yeah, There's about a hundred thousand Starbucks in the the Minneapolis area. You know, every, every I wonder quarter, how many there are. Every quarter mile is a Starbucks, so it's like Dude, if you it need, feels like it. And like you know, there are other coffee options, but like let's be honest, if we're talking like the biggest and the most, you know, where people are the most, Starbucks just just is. You know, feels like the number one. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> who's to say? That's probably, yeah, I mean, most common for sure. Uh, I right. respect it. Starbucks right. is solid. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, number two choice. I got. I think I just got to lead off that with the caribou coffee. You know, it's way just better. like. Way better. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I feel like I like caribou more. Oh, 110%. But it's I, a red flag I, when I'm a one officer Starbucks tells guy. me, let's go to Starbucks. Yeah. Red flag. Right off the <laughs> We're line. done. We're not even meeting. That's <laughs> it. I was going to say, well, we've never even been to a coffee shop. Yeah, so we haven't. We, so we went yeah. to the golf course. Yeah. Which, yeah. So that's, uh, that was, that's mine. Oh. I had a big you know, golf course. You know, I had a feeling you were going to say it, which is why I wasn't afraid to say it out loud. <laughs> it's I knew, a great place. I knew yeah. it was coming. Um, you know, so, whether it's nine holes or 18 holes, you're spending at least two hours with this guy. And, mm-hmm. You know, golf, tell me you're not going to bring out the oh, yeah. true person in yourself when you're playing golf. Like, right. I think oh, it's a great absolutely. way to truly understand who you're going to be working with. So. Do you usually go nine or 18? Um, Business meeting, first time just meeting? Just 18. Yeah, we just do 18. Yeah. Okay. Ain't no problem. Nice. Ain't no problem. Yeah. Yeah, 18 is all I've done with, with phone officers. Nice. With Brett. 
really. So <laughs> went, he went twice, and Blake came with us once. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he a who's a better he, golfer uh, between you three? Uh, Brady by far. When we played the first time, Brady hit like a 400 yard drive. Yeah, well, I down, did. Oh my god! Down, Look at him. Downhill, yeah, downwind, like hit past the hole. Yeah, like, that was. Par, it was a par four down. Like, the the tee boxes were up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but like it was like a four hundred ish, or it was like a three eighty yard yeah. par par four, like downhill, downwind. downwind. I had just, I think I drove the green. You just rolled up on the. green. I rolled up on the green, and Brady comes up after and just hits it over. And I was like, "Wow, that that's gonna be really good." And then it doesn't bounce just on the green. It just was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah. And there was people back there. Well, yeah, really the like, box, like... well, the tee box was like thirty yards behind the green. I'm like that's like four hundred ten yards. Yeah. He was on the tee box. Yeah. <sighs> That's just crazy. a bomb. Yeah, that right. was a, that, That's my. Yeah, I do that a lot. Golf, golf is <laughs> golf is golf. That's um, awesome. Round two. All right, round two. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go similar answer where we met and where we all met, I suppose. Yeah. I'm gonna go top golf. Now, top golf is it's it's basically golf, but like. Bowling. It's it's, it's like bowling golf. It's like golf. Just a social golf. You yeah. know, I know a lot of people. You know, whether you like golf or not. Top golf is just you know you go and you have fun hour two hours whatever it is and yep. I mean they have food there they have, they have lemonade and you know lots of lemonade. lots of lemonade <laughs> and so like you just have a good time it's a great great place to yeah that's to what have I meant. meetings yeah I, I don't even know how that was set up uh, Tyler and I yeah perfect T money T money yeah. yeah that was sure. uh, that was like one of the I don't even think I was licensed yet I don't think so you were, <laughs> yeah I think you got licensed like three weeks later yep. Good times. Those perfect freaking tests, man. Mm. Twenty-three no tests fun. failed, but that's fine. I'm here now. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> uh. I would say my pick is Kyoto Sushi. Mm. I've met at Sushi a few times for business meetings. Um, that's where I met Tyler Miller. Um, Ooh. We grabbed lunch at a at a sushi spot. I, nice. I don't remember if it was Kyoto or not, but. Um, that's my favorite sushi spot to, to run out to. Okay, the sushi's, sushi joint. Sushi's good. Mm-hmm. I uh, I wasn't really a fan of sushi until a little while ago, and then I started kind of trying it. And I was Starting like, to dabble. This is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. There's good sushi out there, that's for sure. If you don't like yeah. sushi, you're not trying the right sushi. It's true. Um, I'm going to go with Brick and Bourbon. Ever been there? It's in Maple Grove. Never been. Heard good so. things. It's it's a really just cool, unique restaurant. I've been there a couple times, and I was like, this is this is legit. I like um, that. So if you guys ever have a chance to go Brick and Bourbon, I really recommend it. Good place. I like it. Yeah, I've, uh, that's actually the place I sat down with with my co-host of Fireside Chat, Brady Bunch shoots the shit. That's where we started the podcast. <laughs> really? It was there. That's where we wow. started putting Brick it together. Bourbon. Nice. Yeah. So hopefully one day we'll. Uh, have a podcast with like the owner or something that'd be cool that'd be really damn cool. i just came up with a good idea yeah there you go gotta start doing that true last pick uh oh man Dude, last we're running pick. out like i know um like you know at this point we're kind of picking like even like specific spots yeah and i got it i had one spot i'm just trying to think if there is another good spot that i can think of um clock you know i'm gonna go with a spot that i know is a uh, a favorite. I'm, I'm actually Ooh. switching mentally in answers. A favorite of uh, actually a lot of people. I've met here a number of times. There's two of them now, um, and there's one right by our office. Oh, you dog! Fragment Coffee. You dog. And so there's one. There's one in the North Loop that I've met a number of people at before. 
Uh, and that was like the original Fragment Coffee, like big time coffee shop. I think that's in like the WeWork space. Wow. Uh, and so there's that one, but now there's one in Eden Prairie that uh, I've met a couple, you know, I've, I've met at a couple different times for, you know, just a couple different people. I know a lot of people in our office just because it's so close. We'll yeah. go there all the time. And so, you know, like I said, I had a couple places in mind, but I, you know, I can't, the, the coffee shop is, is, is hard to beat, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, classic. Yeah. It's classic. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You get some Casual. coffee, start in the mm-hmm. morning, you know. Everybody loves coffee, well, most people, besides Brad. I yes. say. I drink nice water. I'll coffee drink lemonade. lemonade. I'll drink coffee sometimes. I'd say my final pick, shout out to Pryor Lake again, Edelweiss Bakery. They have mm. the best breakfast sandwiches ever. Oh. Great coffee. And it's just a nice, quiet, like cute little place um, right downtown. Very underrated hidden gem. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm not kidding. Breakfast sandwiches, the best you'll ever have. Wow. Dude, yeah. Pryor Lake. Yeah. Dude, he is cultured. He yeah. is cultured. Very cool. very Nick cultured. is very cultured. He's yeah. a cultured man. He's a married man. Three kids. That's what happens. He's been around. Yeah. He's seen a Someday, thing Someday, fellas. Mm-hmm. Not anytime soon for this guy. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> um, there's a couple options, like you said. It's hard to pick one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've met you here, Brad. Mm. Pancheros. <laughs> it's coming back, man. We got to bring Pancheros, baby. <laughs> it's hard It's to just because it's, you know, anytime I can meet anyone in an area that's around Pancheros, mm-hmm. I'm going to say let's meet at Pancheros. Totally. I like that. It's a must. I like that. Hey, I get I it. I don't get it enough. I get it. I don't it. get it. I, I understand. But no, I, I love that. You know, Brett, you got Starbucks, Top Golf, Fragment Coffee. Mm. We got Nick with Caribou. Your sushi place and your bakery place, just well, super cultured. Well, I yeah, just can't believe that. And then yeah. I got golf course, brick and bourbon, and pancheros. Yeah. Um, I was. You guys ever been to Annabelle House Coffee Shop in Maple or Osseo? No. Nope. Another really I've heard nice, of it, but... another nice coffee shop that I've nice. done a couple times. So hmm. that was kind of my other one that I was thinking of. I was gonna say. I think I had. You know, I was thinking of like you know like a Brugger's or like yeah. a, you know Panera. You know, stuff, you know people Panera. love. You know, I was thinking as a Tavern Twenty Three, like Happy Hour. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of meeting like those brewer, brewery type yeah. of deal. Yeah. Right, that could be good. Yeah, more yeah. of like a summertime for me than a right. winter time. Yeah, it's a good yeah. spot. It's hard to be happy in the winter here sometimes. Um, it is. So that's kind of it's kind of where we kind of wrap things up. Do you it's guys, been a good talk. Do you guys yeah. have any questions for me? Love what you're doing, brother. Yes, yeah, hey, I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate. Hey, we appreciate you having us on, dude. It's a blast. Like yeah. I said, we're gonna have to get you and your brother on soon, dude. That'd be fun. He would yeah. love Nalter, that. Nalter Deeds. Nalter Deeds. Yeah, that's his <coughs> screen name. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. That's the I original said, I, YouTube name. I watched uh, one of his YouTube videos, dude. I love those. Like, uh, are you talking about the uh, the fun across America? Yeah, fun across America, oh, dude. dude. He would love to talk more about that because <laughs> he just, he's he's basically just. I gotta like, run the restroom, fellas. Yeah, for no, sure. I'm not dude. gonna make it any longer. Yeah, yeah no, no, fair thank enough. you, man. Uh, no, but yeah, he's doing that, and he he loves it. He would love to come on here and talk about that because like he's just going and traveling around and like. I mean, they're sweet spots. Dude, like, this, for real. And it, it gives, it actually does give me like actual TV vibes. Like it does, yeah. You know, because you do a couple of those in like an episode. You know, you do like a fifteen minute. You know, you do two or three an episode or something like that, where yeah. it's like thirty minutes. Like, I mean, I think that's kind of the. And he's working with someone who's like helping him produce it. Like, I think he's just like they came to him and were like, "We want you to host it." Oh, and really? And so 
Damn. Yeah. So it's kind of a sweet situation. I bet you he would love to come talk more about Dude, it. Or, you know, everything that. he's doing as well. But Dude, he kills it. He's he's yeah. filmed a couple of videos for us. Like Oh, yeah. He's the man. Dude, I love his studio, too. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do the podcast there. Dude, he would, in his that studio. would be sweet. Like, that would be yeah. awesome. And we'll actually get, like, a good camera that time. And then people can see uh, that the phone isn't the best. Ah. Someday, guys, let me make hey, some more money. The phone works, <laughs> the phone works well. It's I mean, working well, it is. It's always looked good. I've always thought your clips look good. Yeah, dude, I mean, the clips look, they look solid. I um, think the audio piece is really the most important part. Audio is so Mm-hmm. It's so nice. It's so nice. So many people listen to this probably on their car. If you're driving right now, hopefully you're yeah. not going over the speed limit. But if mm-hmm. you are, I probably am too. So it's okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we wrap things up. Um, what do you think about it? I kind of always ask that people that's been on the podcast. You know, we've talked about it. I've never, you know, I've never done a podcast. Yeah. I've, I've always talked. You know, I talked with my roommate about doing podcasts. I've had roommates who have like produced and kind of made some podcasts too. Uh, but I've never been on a podcast, never done one. And so, you know, I definitely think it's an experience I would love to do again sometime. Dude, it's and, it's fun. Time flies. And if you guys are like, no way time flies. Like, right. Hop on. Oh. Like, I would be more than happy to have you on the podcast because oh, it's yeah. a good time. It's a, it's a great Welcome time. back. Would, would recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Uh, I was just asking Brett here what, uh, what his thoughts were on the podcast. You know, I kind of asked that with everybody. Kind of what? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's uh, what's kind of your final thoughts on? Love the podcast. Yeah. Um, I think you know value for you is you can really get to know people in oh. this industry much better and Big have time. a legitimate, intimate conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of like as far as questions you ask and things like that, you can tailor it to the individual. Yep. Um, I love it. I think it's a great idea. It could be mm-hmm. good. I think this can be very. Uh, Productive from a marketing standpoint, and it's fun to do. Like yeah. this is Dude, legitimately fun. Like yeah. I would love to come back and do this again. Dude, yeah, um, well, maybe we could try to get uh, Tyler to hop on or yeah, someone, someone like that, or uh, who else? Get Oliver. Hey, Oliver White. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he's a big name in the mortgage industry. That's for sure. Definitely. Yeah, I think he that wants, guy works hard. I was gonna say we're moving offices uh, next week, so we have to be out oh, by Tuesday. Wow, yep. we're moving three minutes away. Uh, That's to awful. So yeah, we're going from we have the first, second, and sixth floor right now in our building to just the full ninth floor. Everyone going to be on one floor at the new office. Mm. At the new office, it's going to be awesome. Both him and our, you know, he's the yin, and then another guy named Tom is the yang of the office. And so, yeah. uh, both of them kind of want like a like a studio almost, like sit maybe like a table, something like this, like with some microphones. Yeah. Have something where like. People can do videos. People can do social media stuff or podcast type stuff. Yeah. Um, and so if we have something like that, you know, you can come. We can do some uh, some interesting. That would be stuff fun. in our office too. We've so. uh, I've been me and Tyler are talking about it. One of these suites in this this building here is mm-hmm. is available, and, and like we should just turn that into a content curation room. You know, throw a green oh, screen up cool. in there, Absolutely. or just like have because I mean, you guys saw it takes me a little bit to set everything up. But uh, like not very I'm, long, a few minutes. I'm going home tonight to film a podcast, and like I'm mm. doing one this weekend somewhere else. Like, nice. I'm mobile. But if I had one just set up, it would be nice to just be able to bring people right there. for sure. You can just um, plug and play. Yeah, and it's like when I get some of the bigger names uh, on my Brady Bunch shoots the shit podcast, it's tough to ask a bigger name like, "Hey, come to my house." It's a little weird, right? <laughs> if I'm asking, you know, I've, I've reached out to every single Minnesota Viking player, wild player, and Twins player. I've DM'd them all. Yeah. No one's got back to me. But if someone gets back to me and I got to say, hey, let's come to my house and film a podcast, they're never going to respond again. So it's mm-hmm. like I got to try to figure tough. out 
a better way to go about that. You should have told me. I saw uh, Justin Jefferson. I was like uh, arm's length away from him the other day. You should have. No, it wasn't the other day. It was like a year ago. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, what were you doing? <laughs> I was at, at the Wolves game. Like I was closer than this. Oh, like, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were there. Oh, yeah, I was there. One with you. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah that was sweet. If you guys know anyone like Get that. Get on Brady's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. I, I mean... I got connections and connections you do, to Wolves man. I gotta maybe so. try to get uh, straight candid on the podcast oh, or be on their podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know them at all, but you know, we we did meet them. <laughs> we met them. That's and, true, and so and they're pretty big time. I mean, they got like one hundred thirty thousand followers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. they're crazy, and yeah. uh, the guy who produces it, uh, Sarby, yeah, he's the one that kind of shares the office with my brother. He's got his own podcast too, and they're doing really well. Yeah, dude, I uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's got some. He's got some banger of some reels oh, yeah. like they're funny like yeah. he's he's hilarious and yeah. i like barely know him but like a couple times i met him i just, you could just tell like the guy smart funny and like just yeah. kind of knows what he's doing so yeah, for sure well i appreciate you guys coming taking the time out of our busy busy days with this mm-hmm. crazy market that we've kind of yeah. starting to see um absolutely we're in for a big year yeah we are we really are i'm, I'm pumped for it uh so hopefully we can get some business done here soon. And uh, yes, I appreciate you guys coming on. And let's hope uh, we can do it again here sometime soon. Thank Absolutely. you. All right, Appreciate it, good. brother. Peace out, guys.